You are listening to Backstage Pass Podcast, hosted by Hannah Cribwell and brought to you by Tom. The Backstage Pass Podcast is a guide for upcoming artists and newcomers to the music industry. Each week I speak to experts in different fields and in this episode I'll be talking to tour manager and founder of Sonic Workshops, Danny Harvey, about his top tips when it comes to networking on tour. Hello, Danny Harvey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, I'm good. You are a tour manager, sound engineer, production manager, also founded or co-founded Sonic Workshops. Yeah. Is the list endless? Are you a <laughs> chef as well? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching MasterChef and I'm watching it. I'm like, I have no idea how they even do this. <laughs> I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. Are you ready? I guess so. Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Right or lefty? Oh, righty. I don't know why I had to think about it. <laughs> Tour, bus, bunks or hotel? Tour, bus, bunk. It's like Marmite, I think. Love people. it or hate, yeah. I guess you just get yeah. your own little home and it doesn't change. Loud or quiet? Loud. Guitar or synth? Guitar. You've passed You've passed the test. Uh, what happens if I failed? Do we just stop here? We just stop here, <laughs> that's it. Thanks for being a guest, yeah. <laughs> for artists, especially upcoming artists that haven't, maybe necessarily had the chance to tour yet it's a bit of a mysterious magical mythical thing in terms of like tours that you've done previously are there things like etiquette things that everybody needs to be aware of on a tour tidiness i guess is the main thing isn't it you're basically living if you're on a tour bus you're living with however many people i've been on a bus with 24 people and Whoa. it's just way too many people, especially if one person leave their bag on a seat. My always thing is bags don't need seats. I guess, yeah, so tidy, put your stuff away in your bunk. If you're putting your stuff out to sleep, make sure you put your stuff back in your bunk. Being on time is especially like changing from bus to then hotels. If there's a bus call or a hotel lobby call, be on time because someone else had to either rush back from what they were doing or wake up early to be there on time. And then if you're late, you're making everybody else wait and they're like, why did I get up or rush back from something I was doing that's having fun? You're living with these people. So be nice to them, be friendly, be approachable. And if you're wanting to network, not just with the people you're on, like introduce yourself to as many people as possible, I always say, because that's how I've progressed in my career. I went on a tour and I introduced myself to the sound guy at that venue, the production manager at that venue. And they'll hopefully then remember when you go back if they need a job filling, they'll remember you and your name because you were nice and easy to work with and that you're the first person that they'll ring or call. The whole who you know thing, I think that can be like an excuse yeah. sometimes yeah. for people not being where they want to be, but but maybe um, there needs to be a focus on like, how does that person know that person? Yeah. And it's always by way of introduction, whether it's through somebody else or like you just putting yourself out there and yeah. introducing yourself. And I think that's the main thing. Put yourself out there. And that's like a do's and don'ts on door. Do yeah. put yourself out there. Do introduce yourself to however many people you can, because you never know who's looking for what job and and all that kind of, not you yeah. doing it just for a job. Like it's nice to have a network of people that are like-minded like you anyway. You can throw ideas yeah. around at people and discuss things. That's kind of Sonic Workshops. We have a an online community that we're trying to build for exactly yeah. that. You just get invited to this thing. And if you have questions about something, I'm sure somebody else either has the same questions or the answers for you or once had the same question and found the answer. When did that start? So 
George, who I co-founded it with, works for Waterbear, which is a university in Brighton. And it was maybe about two, three years ago, he put me in touch with someone there to write a module on tour management. So I wrote like an 11-week course on tour managing, kind of the do's and don'ts, I guess, of how to be a tour manager, how to read a contract, how to make a tour work, how to, all those kind of things. And so I made that, which put me into the, the, not the teaching side of things, but that kind of mentoring and those students that took the course, it was all filmed. So it wasn't one-on-one, but they would always have questions. And I was always there to answer the questions. And then during lockdown, George approached me about kind of water bear side of stuff and all that and was he wanted to make a a record label and he was asking for some advice on certain things on on that side of it because I also manage a couple of bands Mm -hmm. so I've dealt with record labels and stuff and one of the bands that he was talking with wanted to talk to me about their career and how to like progress it to the next stage and that kind of clicked of why don't we offer that as a, a service? Like, I don't necessarily mm. want to manage this band, but I'm more than happy to talk to them and offer any yeah. advice that I can. Like, my big thing is I don't want to, I don't know all the answers, obviously, but I can only tell you what I've experienced so far and what I've seen worked and hasn't worked. And I'm more than happy to share that with you. And then that then progressed until we don't have to just do that. We can like social media. We have someone that does that. Um, And then we like lessons, someone that can teach you guitar, drum lessons, PR side of things. This year, there's been, you just have to kind of adapt, don't you as well? Exactly. Yeah. If you can do something like this and give advice to people through the incredible thing that is the internet, then that's just great. It's all about sharing knowledge, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And it was great to like, I learned how to build, the website, yeah, it's quite simple these days. I guess Squarespace is kind of more of a drag drop, but it was still a huge learning experience. And that kept me yeah. super busy. Are you looking forward to getting back on the road? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely made me appreciate what I do more. That, like, Obviously, I appreciate it before, but yeah. it was always a bit like, uh, oh, if we go away on tour again next week, I wish I had more time at home or yeah. kind of like but yeah can't wait to get back out and it's sort of that family that you make on tour too seeing all the friends and bumping into random people I've played to one bar staff member before yeah in a London venue and like nowadays when we've got the internet and various apps you can build up a fan base before you go out and tour but when I started touring which makes me sound ancient <laughs> you just went out you you kind of did the touring to get the fan base almost. Uh, yeah. They would bring friends and blah, blah, blah. But do you think that there's a, a right time to start touring? As soon as possible, I really would. Like it is that one bar person, if you played, would might love it. Hopefully they love it. And then they tell their friends. And next time there's two people there. And then hopefully they tell another friend and there's four people there. Do you know what I mean? And then hopefully yeah. the social media grows with it because unfortunately social media is so important these days with especially with no gigs I've I've been telling people that that's your that's your new audience now is social media you're not doing a support slot you're not playing in front of however many one to ten people in a bar like hopefully your social media is is that and I think support slots are obviously great for that reason like you're playing in front of a room full of people that have no idea who you are like terrifying but yeah like yeah (laughs) Like, that's got to be the way to get all those new 
but obviously getting that support slot is easier like easier said than done as well like there's so many people out there trying to get that support slot trying to get that position on that one of four or whatever on a tour to play to those new which is where the networking mm-hmm. I really do think comes be a good person on tour if you might be a crew person yeah. or you might just go to a show make make yourself memorable make yourself indispensable exactly yeah and and it it might seem like a you know how do you do that how do you make yourself indispensable on a tour but if you are available to help anyone at any given moment you'll probably be really tired by the end of the tour but people will remember that you've helped absolutely yeah go an extra mile as such and then it will pay off in the future i've seen shows where the room is nearly empty but the production level of the show is like amazing yeah you know conversely you've got people like ed sheeran who are out there just him and his guitar doing his thing which isn't like not to say that that's like a much lower level of production because he has all different things going on behind him and lighting and whatnot but it's a smaller setup i guess it's like hard to decide when to like step when to yeah game but Maybe part of that is just on how much money you have to spend on something like that. Production is, again, you can take a picture of a show with all this crazy production and it's perceived a lot bigger than it is. So you see this band with all this, I don't know, flames or fireworks (laughs) or whatever the production would be. And someone sees that picture and they'd be like, I have to go to this show next time. Like, wow. And then, so you're kind of promoting yourself. Yeah, it's almost like a promotional tool jar- during the show, uh, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, Ed. You know Sh- that people will take pictures. Exactly. Yeah. If you make this spectacle. Ed Sheeran is a good example of you were saying playing to a, a bar. He did that, didn't he? That's how he started. He did open mic nights yeah. and played to like nobody. And now look at him three, three nights at Wembley Stadium or something. Yeah. Good on him, though. I mean, you can't say that he hasn't paid his dues. No. After a few good tours or a few good shows, you will start to hopefully see things growing. If you don't see things growing, I guess that's that can be It can hard. be really hard. Yeah, especially, I know it's hard to think about in the music you don't want to, but financially, like it costs money mm. to go on tour and it's defeating when you come back and you've spent X amount of money and didn't yeah. really gain anything from it, but... You're investing in yourself, I guess, in that way, aren't you? If that's your dream, don't give up on the dream. I know some artists that have sort of questioned why they've not got a tour support when somebody else has. Totally, Sometimes there's an element of business in there as well. Yeah. So, like, you know, if somebody's on the same label or management, it, it might make sense for the label or the management to have two shows that they are commissioning from absolutely absolutely yeah but I think sometimes your personal feelings might be like yeah that's not me yeah that's not fair (laughs) like yeah and it's not it's not like fair I guess but it's I think that's where you have to remember that it's a business absolutely they everyone has to survive in it whether you're a yeah a manager a label an artist they've all got uh, which is I guess it goes back to networking like it really does like find out those yeah, like absolutely. 
labels that you want to be on or the tours that you want to be on like that kind of stuff just talk to them there's no harm in sending an email i always say that pretty much everybody's email address is available somewhere somewhere you might have to do a little bit of research but yeah (laughs) and yeah and if you send a hundred emails you may only get one response but that one response might be all you need kind of thing yeah exactly i remember when i first went to get into touring i would look at what tours were coming to the uk go to their Facebook, go to the about, find out their email. Was it a manager? Was it their personal band thing? And just message and be like, hey, do you need a sound engineer? Would love <laughs> to come out. Like, search, you know, when you search an email, like, oh, I need to message him, whatever. And then yeah. some of those names came up for the beginning ones that I've messaged. And now actually we ended up working with them with no connection to that original email. It's quite funny. To, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is a small world as well. It really is. Yeah, reputation's important in that sense because you know if you if you're not tidy or you're not like nice enough to be around, yeah, people find Pe- out. People talk. About that. Yeah, yeah. Like you might be the yeah. best TM, the best sound engineer, the best guitar tech, whatever. But if you're a nightmare to tour with, they're going to be like, eh, it's not worth it. I'd rather someone I get on with. What is your track of the week? So I manage a band called Summer Wars from North Carolina, right. America, and they released a track today called Four Back Lover. And it's great. It's kind of pop punk, angels and airwave style. Oh, nice. um, and I was yeah, listening to it this morning because it came out today. And what is the best lesson that you've learned in your career so far? I really guess it goes back to what we've been saying the whole time. Be nice, be friendly, be approachable, be someone that someone remembers. Don't be... And for the right reasons, because obviously you can remember someone for the wrong reasons. It's a good lesson. It's not really one that you need to learn the hard way either. You no, know? for sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for being a guest on today's episode. Of course. It's been great to talk to you. And I, I think the touring do's and don'ts are just super useful for upcoming artists. So yeah, thank you for having me. It was great. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Be sure to hit subscribe and leave a comment to let us know what you think. And I will see you next time on Backstage Pass.